0: I'm Melissa Silber and I'm a corporate quitter. As a CPA who worked in corporate finance for 15 years, I've seen firsthand how large corporations take advantage of their employees and customers. Now I'm passionate about helping small businesses succeed while also exposing the unethical practices of big companies. If you're a business owner, I encourage you to join my community where I share a lot of resources to help you with your business finances. I hold monthly calls with the community and I'd love to have you. Now on to the episode. In this episode, I'm gonna go through the eight biggest finance mistakes that I see small business owners make. I like the tagline, if you own a business and you don't have a CFO, you are the CFO. Running a small business can be a challenging yet rewarding experience. It can also be very difficult to manage your finances on top of everything else, especially if numbers have never been your thing. Many small business owners have what I like to call the finance scaries, and they actively avoid any activity which could be perceived as financial management or planning. This is so common, yet it's not talked about enough. Since leaving the corporate world in 2021, where I worked for large corporations, I've been talking to small business owners to see how I can best serve them on a fractional CFO basis. I've seen and heard a lot, and I've compiled a list of the eight biggest mistakes I see small business owners make when it comes to their finances. Making these mistakes can have catastrophic impacts on your business, so I urge you to reach out if you need help getting back on track. Coming in at number eight is not carrying proper insurance. Like finance, insurance is something that many people avoid. Some even think that obtaining insurance is going to jinx you and cause you to suffer losses or make you need the insurance when you wouldn't otherwise need it if you hadn't got it. And I understand the hesitation when it comes to insurance. There are plenty of things to be desired about that industry, but unfortunately, it's a necessary evil. Many small business owners don't carry proper insurance to cover their business in the event of unexpected events. The type of insurance that is often the most crucial is liability insurance. This insurance covers your business in the event that someone suffers a loss or an injury due to the operations of your business. For example, someone getting injured on your business's property. More and more frequently, the losses your business might incur can be related to cybersecurity or hacking events. Cybercrime is on the rise and business owners must be diligent to protect themselves from them. Cybersecurity insurance can cover your business in the event that you do fall victim to one of these scams or attacks. Biggest mistake number seven is not taking advantage of tax deductions. Business owners typically fall into one of two categories, those who put too much through their business and those who don't put enough through. You are allowed to deduct any reasonable expenses incurred to earn your revenue in your business. Those who put too much through are putting items that are personal in nature through their business. Surprisingly, many business owners actually brag about this as if putting personal expenses through your business is a flex rather than an illegal activity that can get you in major hot water with the tax authority. On the flip side of this coin, those who are well aware that personal expenses can't be deducted often absorb expenses personally that could reasonably be deducted from their business. For example, your cell phone. If you use the same phone for personal and business use, you can deduct a portion of the cell phone cost through your business. Not understanding what can reasonably be deducted can cause you to miss out on deductions that reduce your business's taxable income and therefore cause you to pay more in tax. Number six, not having a budget or a financial plan. Many small business owners don't have a budget or a financial plan in place. This makes it difficult to manage your cash flow and plan for future expenses. You need to make sure that you have a budget and a plan in place to ensure the long-term success of your business. Without this in place, a small business owner will have trouble managing their cash flow and being able to predict what's about to come. This can lead to financial insecurity and uncertainty which will be very detrimental to your business. In creating a financial plan the best way to go about this is to look at what has happened in the past and to look at the finances of previous years and build that out with any changes that you plan to make in the future. When you do it that way, you can also see where you've overspent or perhaps underspent in various areas. This is something that I help clients with and I did extensively in the corporate world and its importance cannot be understated. Biggest mistake number five is not separating business and personal finances. This is a big one. As soon as you have a business, you should be opening a separate business account and credit card for that business. Even if you're a sole proprietor and the taxes are going to be filed on the same tax return as your personal taxes, you need to have separation of what is business activity versus personal activity. If you have that separate card and that account, it's much easier at tax time to determine what was involved with your business and what was personal. If it's all mixed together, it can make it very difficult to separate both different types of activity and can cause questions with the tax authority if you were to get audited. So you make sure you keep these separate and any expenditures that you have for your business must be supported by a receipt or an invoice from a vendor. Also, if you're putting personal things through your business, your profitability is going to be skewed and that is considered tax evasion. Biggest mistake number four is focusing only on sales and not profitability. It's very common that you see business owners focus on their sales numbers. You want to increase your sales, and there's no doubt that that is a very important aspect of your business. Without sales, you don't really have a business. However, you need to look at how much it's costing you to make those sales, whether that be the cost to actually build the product, cost of goods sold, or whether you're spending a lot of money on marketing or online ads, for example. You have to be looking at how much you have left over after you deduct all of your expenses. Expenses, and that's your profit. And ultimately, that is what you pay tax on, but that's what you get to keep at the end of the day, and that's the money your business makes. You need to be focusing on your sales numbers, of course, but you also need to keep a very close eye on your profitability so that if your costs go up, you might either look into decreasing those costs somehow or you might need to increase your prices to continue to maintain your profit margins. And the erosion of profit margins is what can cause your business financial hardship and ultimately cause it to fail if you don't catch it soon enough. Number three, biggest mistake I see is not understanding your financial statements. So many small business owners don't have a clear understanding of their financial statements, specifically their income statement and their balance sheet. Having a clear understanding of these statements is crucial for making informed business decisions. You need to make sure that you educate yourself on the basics of these statements and seek professional help if needed. Financial statements can give really great insight into your business and where there may be problems, but if they don't mean anything to you and you don't understand how to interpret them, they don't do you much good. So I do understand why some business owners don't gravitate towards their financial statements because they mean nothing to them. So that is where having an ongoing finance professional assisting your business by interpreting those statements, keeping them accurate and up to date can really help you guide your business decisions. Biggest mistake number two is not seeking advice from a professional. So when you just start your business, very likely there is no finance professional involved at all and you're making your business and your ideas are based on your gut feel. And this can really cause you to have success. Your gut feel can only take you so far though. Once you get to the point where you need to make decisions about outsourcing or scaling up or moving into another market, you need to have the financial data. Behind it and project it out in order to decide if it is a smart financial decision for your business. It's very easy to jump the gun and make decisions because they seem like they might be a good idea without looking at the long term financial ramifications of those decisions. And looping a finance professional in is your best bet to help make sure that the decisions you make are sound and that you're not jumping the gun. And the number one biggest mistake I see small business owners make is not keeping up-to-date financial records. It is all too common that the only time a business owner is looking at their finances is when it's time to file their taxes and their accountant needs them to provide receipts for various expenditures. And at that time, they have financial statements compiled and from there, the accountant's determine what their tax liability is. This is the bare minimum that needs to be done for you to stay compliant tax-wise and for the tax authorities to be okay with your business and not come after you because you're not paying tax. But if this is the only time you are compiling your financials and looking at your results, you could have incurred losses. You could have made a misstep along the way somewhere and started to become unprofitable going back to the profit margin item and you wouldn't even realize it. And in Canada, at least, as a corporation, you don't have to file your taxes until six months after your fiscal year ends. So essentially, activity that happened up to 18 months prior is not looked at until you go to file those taxes. And that's a lot of time and a lot of opportunity for things to go awry without you realizing it. And if you catch it too late, it might not be fixable or it might be much more difficult to To fix than if you're catching these things on an ongoing basis and nipping anything in the bud that might become unprofitable or might not be a smart decision, and you need to pivot. And this is honestly where the corporations have such an advantage over small businesses is that they have teams of dozens of accountants constantly monitoring the financial performance of the business. And if anything goes wrong or doesn't go as expected, it's flagged immediately, and the business is able to pivot. And small businesses can't do this if they're not on top of their finances and therefore all it takes is one or two wrong moves and they're sunk. So, this is why it's so important to not only keep up to date financial records, but to understand what those records mean and understand how to interpret them so that you can make the best decisions for your business. Finance can seem scary, but it doesn't have to be that way. My favorite thing about the corporate world was teaching non finance people about finance and getting them to understand it by talking about it in a way that they would understand, not using the jargon and just making it clear to them. and often I would have relieved people across from me who said, oh, that's not as bad as I thought. And I don't think it's as complicated as some people think. And you just need a professional who's able to break it down for you in a way that doesn't make you feel inferior. If you're not a finance professional, these are not things that you should have an expectation of understanding. You do need to learn it. So I do want to teach business owners about the basics of their finances. And I'm putting out obviously podcasts and blog posts and TikToks on that. But if you do want to work closer, if you have a business and you want to have me take a look at your books, even if it's just like a one-time engagement to just give my advice, I, I do offer that service. And then if you want to have someone on an ongoing basis, but don't have the budget for a full-time accountant or CFO, which often isn't necessary for a smaller business, look into fractional CFO services. I offer those, but there's lots of others that do as well. And it basically gives you the financial insights and advice that a CFO would give you, but it's at a fraction of the cost of a full-time CFO. So it works for a lot of small businesses. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions or if there's anything else that you want me to cover. I know that this is a scary topic and I want to help make it less scary. If you enjoy this podcast, check me out on TikTok, Melissa Silber CPA. And if you're a business owner, feel free to reach out. I'd love to learn how I can help you.